Welcome to the Gems of Motherhood. I'm your host, Sharon Khan. I'm here to connect you with some amazing gems of mothers from all walks of life. Each week, you'll hear interviews as well as resources and actionable tips that you can implement in your daily life to be the best gem God has called you to be. Thanks for walking this journey with me today, and don't forget to subscribe to the show. Now let's get into our bonus episode with Judy Weber. Um, I was starting to say, you know how you make clients come in the door and money coming into your bank account? Mm -hmm. It all comes down to one word, connection. It's relationships. And so I tell ladies, don't worry so much about posting three times a day. Concern yourself with getting to know people. Go into their DMs, go into their messenger and talk to them like a real person. Like don't don't make them feel like they're just one of a million. Make them feel special. Well, today we're going to talk about thriving as a mompreneur. And we have Judy Weber with us. She's a Christian business coach and success strategist. She has been featured in Top 100 and Home Resource Magazine, as well as Thrive Global, Medium, RIS Media, Real Connections, and Pulse. She was also a former trial lawyer and a mother of six boys. Wow, I couldn't imagine that. Welcome, Judy. It's so great to have you on the Gems of Motherhood podcast. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. It is an honor to be here. Judy, I love this topic that we're going to talk about today. Being an entrepreneur myself, I'd love to know, truly, what does it take to thrive as a mompreneur? Wow, so many things. But the most important is mindset. And I think that as I work with hundreds and hundreds of fempreneurs, what I found is that, and this used to be me too, Sharon, where I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, mindset, Mm -hmm. like give me the goods, like give me the strategies, give me the how-tos. But really, if I were to give certain ladies, you know, the perfect script, if there was one, which there isn't, um, you know, to get more sales or the perfect sales funnel or the perfect email campaign, but they didn't have the mindset that they weren't committed to their business, that they didn't have, you know, their eyes focused on the right things. And Mm. they were like really running themselves ragged. And of course, as a mom, we don't have any time to spare, especially if you have little ones like you do. So really getting that mindset right. And that could be a whole entire episode unto itself. But (laughs) it starts with commitment. Like how much do you really want this business? I love what you said about mindset. I mean, how can we change this mindset? You know, I know, I know, I know you can talk about it in a whole new episode, but give me some little gem about it. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Oh, and that's a fair question. It's just, I could talk about that for hours. So that, that was what I meant on that. Um, you know, so many people, so many women say they want a business, but that is not the same as saying I'm committed to having my business. And so, you know, if you're thinking, well, I'll try it out and see mm-hmm. what happens. Or if you're like, well, you know, I'll try this, I'll do this for X amount of months. But if I don't make X amount of dollars in that time, then I'm doing something else. There's always that plan B. Mm -hmm. It's when there is no plan B, when you're going all in, when you're focused on what you're doing and not concerning yourself so much with the competition and doing that comparison game, that is when you tend to stay more focused and when you win. I mean, there's a reason why people are thriving in business. And it may surprise your listeners to know that one of the big things about how it is that you thrive, it's because you keep going. (laughs) It's because you don't quit. That's huge. 
Right. It is huge. I mean, commitment, definitely, it's so important because if we treat our business like a hobby, then we're going to get a hobby business, right? But if we commit to our business, then we have a business that we run. We have a successful business. So speaking on that, how do moms juggle between being an entrepreneur and as well as being full-time, especially these days, we're all kind of forced to stay at home because of the pandemic and um, and there are moms who are entrepreneurs and also working moms who are struggling doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I built my first business back in 2003, you mentioned I have six kids, six boys. <laughs> my, my three boys are my boys. And then when I remarried, I have three other boys, but my boys aren't really boys. They're men now. When I started my first business in 2003, my boys were two, four, and almost seven. So they were very, very busy. You know, boys are very active. And so I didn't know then what I know now. But what I, I guess, intuitively or instinctively knew was that my time was limited and I had to optimize every minute that I had. So for now, with all these years experience later, it goes to time blocking. Like Mm -hmm. if you, you know, we all know that we, we, for me at least, I... I had a a time when I knew my kids were napping or a time that I tried to get them to nap and that may or may not happen. But when they were napping, I knew exactly what I was going to do and it wasn't guesswork. And that made me very efficient. Right. Right. Um, So, so time blocking, and, and there's a lot of words going on about that and a lot of ways of doing time blocking, but I kind of devised my own way. Uh, and I'm happy to share that time blocking workshop with your listeners. I have it on YouTube. Um, it's unlisted, but I'm happy to share it with your listeners where it's about the specificity of your activity and a specific time frame to do it. And so that might be overwhelming because it was overwhelming to me. But once you understand kind of the theory behind it and you try it, oh my gosh, it works. And you end up getting so much more done in the day than you thought you could you know yeah because one thing one thing i forget the technical term but there is a natural human thing where if you have two hours you will fill it right in other words yeah i don't if you know what that's called <laughs> no, i don't but you know in that two hours you can definitely do a lot of things i mean right. in my two hours of my daughter's nap i'm catching up on work i am seasoning my dinner <laughs> uh-huh, sure yeah <laughs> you know there there's just so much and i think the great thing about mothers as well we're we're so used to multitasking and juggling everything at the same time yeah and so that is a gift in itself but you know Speaking of that, juggling, you know, being a mom and juggling a business, how how do you try not to burn out just being both? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's one thing, if I can, I want to I want to address something you just said because I I see what you're saying, but in my experience, it kind of cuts both ways, and that is we women are natural multitaskers, right? And that is such a blessing. I mean, I remember remember when I was working as a lawyer, hope my former bosses aren't listening, but you know, I would <laughs> be multitasking and also plan my son's first birthday party. I vividly remember that. And I did some of that at work. 
um, most of it on my lunch hour, but you know, you're thinking about things as you're doing other things. And very so true. while that's a gift, it can also be very harmful for us entrepreneurs. So what I mean by that is when we, there's certain things we do in business that require focus. And so when we think that we can listen to this podcast and still do something else, or I'm real big on think work for my clients. Like Mm -hmm. most people, they really don't ask their clients questions, like to go deep on, you know, what are you all about and how do you do things and why does that make you better? So so on certain tasks, it can be dangerous to multitask. And so uh, I think that cuts both ways. It's an absolute gift at times, but it can really take us off, off course. And then we go down like a rabbit hole, which can be dangerous and a time waster. Yeah, true. I, I kind of agree with that too, because just because I feel like when we're focused on our task, especially when we list, you know, our task on a piece of paper or on our iPad, you know, we tend to be able to focus on it a little bit more and then be mommy or, you know, vice versa. Yes. Yes. And you mentioned about juggling and how do we not burn out? I think that's very tough because I haven't met a woman, Sharon, who isn't their own worst critic. Right. And they say, Oh my gosh, I really should have handled that situation better. And I remember many nights going to bed saying, well, I was a horrible mom today. I was a horrible mom today. <laughs> have you ever done that? <laughs> there, there are nights that I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Because you get so in the moment. And I remember, again, I'm trying to build a business and the kids were little. And, and I remember, um, you know, I, this is a few years after that in, in 2005 or six, and I was having an online kind of mastermind call and in walks my kids saying, mommy, mommy, I pooped in my pants or something. And I'm just like, how do I handle this? You know, this entrepreneurship. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it is it's, tough, right? Yeah. It's fun. But then I laugh at it now. It wasn't so funny then. Right. (laughs) So what do you think stops mom from thriving in your business besides the mindset thing? Uh, Okay. Well, another part of mindset that I'll just mention is guilt. We, we, We always feel guilty. You know, when we're working on our business and not minding the children every moment, we feel like bad mom. And when we're hanging out with the kids, then we kind of have in the back of our minds, oh my goodness, wait, I didn't do this, that, and that. So we need to be present and say bye bye to guilt. You know, God doesn't want us to feel guilty, so we really shouldn't even go there. I mean, that is just an emotion that we all can just kick to the curb and say, no, no, no. But I think that how you thrive is you have to know what you're doing. You have to have some sort of plan Mm -hmm. or strategy. And I feel that many of the women that are following me and that I'm blessed to speak with, you know, a lot of times they're like, you know what, Judy, when I say, what do you do on an average week or on an average day? They say, I really don't know. I kind of, when I think of things, then I do this and then I do that. And then I, oh, they, yeah, then the gurus are telling me I need to post three times a day on social. So then I scramble to do that. And then, so I think that when you don't have the strategic plan in place, time is wasted you get frustrated because you're not getting results. 
and that's just a bad, that's a bad storm. Right. Yeah, I, I can fully understand uh, with the word guilt, you know, because sometimes you feel like, hey, I want to try to be the best mom possible. But yet I also have to, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I also have to run a business. Um, I guess my question also is that, you know, we, we talked about time blocking. We talked about you know, probably making a list so that we can set focus on the work that we want to do. Um, but given there's only so much time in the day, right? And, you know, our kids, our children, for, for those with young children, they only nap for two hours and they probably go to bed between 7, 7.30. And after that, it's work or wake up really early to work. I mean, how much work can someone get done without feeling guilty that they don't do enough? Yeah, and, and I think that's a really great question, Sharon, and I think it goes down to everybody is individual in what they expect of themselves and of their mm-hmm. business, and they need to really, listeners, I really would love you to give yourself grace. I, I mentioned earlier where we are our own worst critic, and I feel like we are so quick to give grace to our friends and sisters and cousins and neighbors, but we don't want to give grace to ourselves. We have these like super mom, super woman expectations, (laughs) right? Right. And, And we're always going to disappoint ourselves when we hold ourselves up to that really impossible standard. So maybe if your kids are little and they require a lot of your time, you know, don't think that you are going to, set the world on fire and have a book of business, you know, in three months time and you'll be rolling in six figures, you know, by month six. Is it possible? Absolutely. Not so much without a plan. Right. And not so much without time blocking. And so you mentioned lists. Lists are fine, but the time blocking is what makes those lists get done and powerful because now you know you've set aside, okay, I am going to use this block of time, this half an hour, I'm going to connect one-on-one with people in my Facebook group or otherwise in my audience or even in my Facebook friends or I'm going to DM people in my Instagram. You have very specific tasks for very specific time frames. And when the time is over and the alarm goes off, so to speak, then you jump to the next task and you don't worry about what you didn't get done. Because when you show up consistently doing the right things day after day, your business will thrive. But it takes time. It does. It really does take time to run a business. Uh, and, and it really does take determination to commit to a business. Absolutely. Um, and as you were speaking, I was just thinking about the situation that we're all facing today, whereby I'm sure there are some people who's been laid off and or just staying home has caused them to have a shift of mindset. Maybe they want to run their own business or they want to do something for themselves. What would you say to those moms who are thinking about being an entrepreneur, but yet they don't know how to do it? Well, that's a great question. Well, first I would say join my Facebook group. (laughs) (laughs) Blessed to Thrive Community Facebook group. We have over 2,500 beautiful ladies who are really ambitious, women of faith who really want to honor God and serve, serve the people that they're meant to serve with the gifts that they have. Um, I think it can be very dangerous to kind of try to figure it out on your own. And I did that for years. And mm-hmm. so I can speak from personal experience where you're like, okay, I'm smart. I can figure it out. My answer to you is maybe you can, 
if you're smart, probably can. But how long will it take you? And, um, you know, what is that learning curve? And or do you really have that kind of time? You know, I mean, people in business, when you want to go into business, you're going to pay in one of two ways, with your time or with your money. And I understand if you're starting a business and funds are small, and that really may not be possible, um, well, then know that you're going to have to put in a lot of sweat equity to get out and meet a lot of people, whether it's meeting them online or live, because that's what I tell my ladies. I, I do Thriver Thursday Lives. I do a, like a live business teaching every Thursday in the group. And I was talking about social media because Sharon, everybody is like making these ladies crazy saying, if you really want to thrive in business, you've got to post no less than three times on Facebook, Instagram, and oh, don't forget about Pinterest. And oh yeah, how about YouTube? And it's just like, no, 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 no. One thing, one thing, pick one platform, where are your ideal clients? Right. Ideal clients, not everybody. And then they're like, oh, well, I don't want to pick an ideal client because I don't want to miss out on selling to everybody. Well, hold on. If you don't know like one person you're talking to, if you don't know the ideal client, the ones you really want to work with, and your message doesn't speak to that person and they speak to the world, well, it's not going to resonate with anybody. So that's a big danger. But really zeroing in on number one, the commitment that this is really what you want to do. And number two, um, I was starting to say, you know how you make clients come in the door and money coming into your bank account? Mm -hmm. It all comes down to one word, connection. Right. It's relationships. Right. And so I tell ladies, don't worry so much about posting three times a day. Concern yourself with getting to know people. Go into their DMs, go into their messenger and talk to them like a real person. Like don't, don't make them feel like they're just one of a million. Make them feel special because yeah. that's how you build your business one by one. That's really great. You know, as, as you were speaking, and obviously we were talking about helping those who are thinking about starting a business, but th to thrive as a, a, an entrepreneur and being a mom, for those who, are, who already have a business, what would you say to them when they're in a place of discouragement? I mean, Especially when we're going through what we're going through right now, there's so, so many things that are going on and they can't seem to be able to focus on their business full time like they would like to, but yet they feel discouraged about it. What would you say to them? Yes, I want to encourage them because there is not anyone in business that hasn't had those times of discouragement and doubt. And you wonder, is this really what I'm supposed to do? We have all been there. But know that that is, that's just a natural part of it with the ebbs and the flows. But when you consistently show up for your audience, whether that audience is on Facebook or in email or in Instagram, wherever it is, or live, you know, if you're a speaker or something like that, if you consistently show up, then you're going to make it. And if you're sitting there in discouragement, you're like, yeah, that's easy for you to say, oh no, believe me. There are, there are some mornings, I'll be honest, I love what I do, Sharon, mm -hmm. but there are some mornings I wake up and I am tired and I would rather stay in bed. And, but what happens is I say, no, I'm going to pull my computer out because my business is online. That's how I connect with my audience. And I will tell you within a half an hour, I've never not felt better. Meaning when I reach out and connect with people in my Facebook group or, you know, through my DMs and, and interfacing with people in other ways on the phone and whatnot, instantly I'm encouraged. 
Right. We are, we are naturally social beings. And so staying in isolation and discouragement is only going to get you further down that, that hole, which is a really dangerous place to be. You've just got to keep moving forward and keep going. Very that true. will be, yeah, that will be what gets you where you need to go. Very true. And I feel like if we're all doing a specific thing that God has called us to be, the gift that he's given us, you know, we ought to press on towards the goal, like it says in Philippians 3.14, right? I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I am adamant, especially as a Christian business coach, to tell my ladies, look, when you fully embrace who you are in Christ and surrender to that and stop second guessing yourself when you just step in in boldness to how he equipped you and who you are in him, you are perfectly imperfect and that's just fine. Mm -hmm. So when you fully embrace that and you boldly speak and you boldly go out there, wherever that is, that is when your business is going to go places that you wouldn't even have imagined. It's kind of like my life verse is Ephesians 3.20, where, you know, it says mm-hmm. God can do immeasurably more than all we could ask or even imagine. Amen. And it's amazing how that happens through the power in us through Christ. I mean, that's just, that's a mic drop moment right there. I can't even imagine. <laughs> right? We, Amen. Yes. We really can't imagine. You can't. But what we can do we just have to get out of our own way. <laughs> right. And even in, in Habakkuk, it says, you know, if I were to tell you what I have for you, you, you won't even believe it. Wow. That is so good, Sharon. Thank you for that. Yeah. So that is what, when they're encouraged, or rather when they're discouraged, I go to Bible verses. I go to God's promises because everyone is yes in Christ. Right. And, and that is why for me as a Christian business coach, I can't teach even proven business strategy without bringing Christ into it because his power can do so much more. I mean, we're just vessels, you know, with him, with with what he's doing and we're here to do his work. Um, and so that's where it's like, take the pressure off of you. Okay. So that's why there's no guilt. There's no condemnation. Don't doubt yourself because you're working in Christ's power, not your own. Amen. So can you tell me what are some actionable tips which you suggest for mom? Okay. They need to invest in themselves. And that can be done in a couple of ways. Number one, I think podcasts are a beautiful way. We're talking about multitasking. How wonderful it is to do the dishes, to vacuum, to, you know, whatever it is that you need to do. Even run around with you if you're a runner and you you know put in the earbuds and you listen to podcasts so that you're constantly feeding your mind with um, words of someone who's been there and done that. That is a beautiful investment of time. Another thing is um, like I'm a I'm a lifelong learner, so besides podcasts, I read. I read books because even though I've been in business for how many years is that? Almost 17 years there's always something to learn because things are changing. Like social media, that was nothing back in F3. Like we have so many more opportunities and free things now that we didn't have then, but we always need to learn. And, and finally, I walk my talk when I say, there will be a time when it really makes sense for you to hire a business coach. 
um, someone, again, who's been there, done that, who really has your best interest at heart and can streamline your way from point A to point Z where you want to go. And again, you could figure it out on your own and maybe it's not the right time for you, but constantly investing in yourself. And then the fourth way to invest in yourself is Invest in yourself by investing in others, by just what you and I have done, Sharon. You and I met online through Facebook, mm -hmm, and right. now we are collaborating and helping each other out and growing our, um, I guess, our Rolodex. That's an old term. <laughs> but it's really neat when you could meet other women because then I'd love to say, oh, what do you do? Oh, okay. Well, I know Jane over here, and she could use your services. So that's a way you invest in other people. And you throw business their way when you can. You support them in ways that you can. And don't worry about it coming back. It always will. I mean, you don't have to worry about that. So those are my best tips on where to invest in order to really take your business to that next level. That's awesome. Those are really, really great actionable tips for some moms to run your business. Thank you so much, Judy. That was some really, really great gem nuggets. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you, Hunt, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Lisbon Books and More offers educational and award-winning books that help you cultivate meaningful connections with your children. Head to literacyculture.com to explore your book selection or to contact Rosetta Byers for a list of hand-picked recommendations for your family. Every purchase made through September 30th will be matched by 50% to donate books to the women and children at Hosanna Home in Opelika, Alabama. Founded in 1996 by Rick and Kim Higgins, Hosanna Home is a place of restoration for women who are suffering from life-controlling issues. By choosing books for your family, you are also giving these mothers and children the gift of reading together. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gems of Motherhood podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more amazing Gems of Mothers and more resources, head over to gemsofmotherhood.com where you can subscribe to the show. That's where you'll find show notes with actionable tips and any links mentioned by our guest. Most importantly, I hope you'll find inspiration and learn to cultivate your own journey. You are loved. You're an incredible gem to God. He knows you intimately. He knows what you're going through and he knows what you need. Remember, you're fearfully and wonderfully made in Him. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.